yeah basically it's just like what's the difference between like what we call old and new school like and i mean that on a different level like for example there's this thing what we call old school and then we call new black right have you seen that difference and you kind of understand what that really means like old school and new like sorry that's my youth and like um new school that's what we call it new black is the word is what i mean like the differences between different values from like back in the day 80s 90s 70s 60s whenever compared to now with these millennials have you seen like a big gap between us and the millennials my mom's about that uh, a couple of days ago like just the difference between her generation my generation our generation what they see as important what they see as um to put the priority our generation doesn't see that as much as they do but we have we got like a little bit of that but keep in mind if we if we are the offspring of them and we've diluted or watered down the priorities that they had coming from the caribbean or wherever just imagine the younger people who had parents like us with the watered down priorities now their priorities even more watered down only one only one they want to stood now they don't want to be living good at 60 70. So neither do I, but the younger ones now, they want to be living good right now. They don't care about how they get it either. You know, if they have to rob, steal um, teeth from people, um, you know, do do negative things in order to get these things. I mean, there's more stuff than just that, but I'm just focused on that one particular thing. So their whole mind frame and their whole mind state is, let me live big now because I may not even live to be 50, 60 plus. You know, my mom's is in her 60s. I know she wanted so much of that, but... She's living her life now and enjoying her shit. And I was speaking to her saying, yo, I might even live to be 60. I want to live good now. I don't want to struggle and strive to a 60, 70. Like my dad balling out in Trinidad now and he's 72, 73. He's enjoying his life, don't get me wrong. He flies out to Barbados and Tobago and on boats and fishing and all that thing. But that's a 70 something plus. Let me go fishing now. You know what I'm saying? So the younger generation is thinking that on a much higher level, you know, thinking I'm, I'm 15, 16, 17, 20, whatever. I want that big car, I want that big house, I want to go sleep with these these model girls and pop bottles like everybody doing on Instagram and all that stuff. Keep in mind, Instagram stuff, we didn't have that when we were in the 20s. You know what I'm saying? Our parents didn't have that neither, nowhere near that. So the whole mind frame and the whole things that we find important and the whole things that we see as right, the millennials now, the, young, the youngsters, don't see that whatsoever. So we, we still have that in us to a certain extent, even though it's diluted and watered down compared to our parents. But a younger generation, they don't have that. Because if if the blind are leading, are teaching the, the, the people, they're going to be even blinder, if that makes sense. Because we've just about just about had a little bit of integrity and stuff that our parents had. But now we have, we're the parents and we're teaching our kids what we wanted. You know, and grandparents are teaching them nothing too, too much. You know what I'm saying? unless they live with them and grow up with them. Because if your parents teaching you something, your parents have one particular mind frame that's different to the older generation, they're going to be thinking even more negative, even more uh, uh, skewed or whatever word you want to use. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, the difference between the generation, like you said, there's still a difference between like our generation and our parents' generation. Like They were fully, fully before technology, before social media, before even like the proper internet. So our generation's a lot different, even to our parents. But then the gap between our kids and the younger ones, teenagers, whatever, the millennials, the gap between us and them is almost as big as the gap between them and our parents' generation. You see, because we kind of got the last of the no technology thing. And then by the time technology really kicked in fully, 
we've already grown. The mindset's already fixed. The values, the morals, everything's already fixed in place by the time technology comes around. But this generation, um, let's say the ones in the early 20s, for example, they've grown up with the technology anyway because the technology's been around 15, nearly 20 years in terms of like really high-tech technology that's accessible for everybody. They've had that from they were growing up. So to them, technology is just a way of life. And the values and the kind of morals that come with technology and the media and all that, that's their values because I think personally, that's where they learn from. We learned a lot from the people who are older. They don't necessarily learn from people who are older because the people who are older right now are kind of like us, where we kind of, we interact with the technology anyway because it's kind of fascinating, but at the same time, we don't take on the values of our parents fully. And that's one of the reasons I think why there's a big generation clash. It's because these millennials can't really relate to us. And that's, that's a big thing for me, that they can't relate to us. And they can't, definitely can't relate to their grandparents. You know, maybe some can. You come across a few. But for the most part, they can't relate to their grandparents because it's just two different. Pre-technology and post-technology is just two different kind of worlds. Like, how can you relate something to grandpa when grandpa knows about, I don't know, going down to the local thing to play domino? Or grandpa knows about seeing all his friends, having shubs back in the day, everybody come around or, you know, whatever it is, it's different. These kids know about going online and that's how they communicate. There's no, that social thing's different for them. So I think there's a big, big, big difference. And what Money was saying was perfect in terms of the difference in the values now. These millennials, and I, you know, I've worked with kids for like 20 years almost the values are so different it's the kind of right now generation the patience and the kind of the willing to willingness to graft i was talking to d about this like a few days ago the willingness to graft is gone it's like this lack of understanding of the hard work that goes into everyday life and i think a big part of that is the technology again because check it if i wanted to know something when i was like 15 you please believe i had to go library like actually I had to go to the library, open a book, and dust the pages, skip them, open them, spend time, research, find the page, mark the page, get the information, write it down, boom, put it down in the book. That's that. But this generation, yeah, you just have to open your phone, click Google instant, speak it if you feel like. Just speak into Google, boom, answers up there. So what that means is the research skills, the ability to go and find something and to prove it for yourself is different to ours. And that's why when you have things like what you see in America now with fake news and you look online with all these fake news sites. For me, when I was growing up, or even when the internet first came around, the idea of fake news was like a fun thing. It was a gimmick. It was a joke. But to some of these ones, from the, the millennials and the younger ones, this is fact. This is real life. And for me, that's where the big gap is. And that's scary for technology. I can see what it can do. It can keep people linked up together. It can do a lot of stuff. But I'm just seeing there's a big difference between how we interpret te um, technology and the values it gives us and how they interpret technology. It's a completely different thing. Like, I give perfect examples. Like, I'm in my house, and I don't think I'm a high-tech type of guy, right? But I look around my house, and I check it, that my son, he's on a tablet or he's on a laptop. You know what I mean? His mom is on a phone or on a laptop. I'm on a tablet or I'm reading the Kindle to do something or I'm interacting with the PS4 or there's just always something going. And for me, I think technology is just kind of swamping the mind, like really changing the way people think. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? But personally, from what I can see of the generation coming up, it's not that necessarily a good thing because half of them don't think for themselves and they think that what you see on the media is real, real life, like 
when you watch some of these shows and people achieving these things, like you said, like Money said, achieve these things from like age 18, 19. That's TV. You're right. Unless you happen to play sports at a high level or something, that's TV. But these kids seem to believe that they can achieve that right now. Whereas we know from our parents, even though we're not willing to grind as hard as our parents did, let's be honest, I'm not willing to go through what my dad and them went through, but I can still see the value in the hard work and doing it in your 60s. You know what I mean? Like I have lots of uncles and aunts and they're doing it big in their 60s, but please believe they were grinding for 30 years. So for me, I can respect it and understand some of it, but this next generation coming up won't be able to relate to that. That's just, that's too long. They want the right now. Will I be alive when I'm 60? I want the right now. So yeah, really do. I do think it's a big, big, big issue. And I think it's one of the things that we could use this type of platform is to just kind of spread information out there for a lot of these youngsters that we interact with or people that we know, you know, siblings and that. Just to give them this kind of like a little pep talk. But like, listen, it's not just one plus one equals two. There's a lot that goes in between that. You know what I mean? The solution isn't just to skip a few steps now you have to go up the levels one by one so yeah definitely definitely agree with what you said and it's something like i constantly talk about like there's just there's a five-year gap between me and my son's mom and the differences between us are amazing you wouldn't believe how much differences there are like i'm 37 she's going 32 and the differences are just big gigantic yeah yeah good topic man i feel as though me and money may have touched on this as slightly maybe not as direct as now but um particularly with some of our hip-hop conversations that we've had man the old school new school kind of thing where money is very old school i'm very new school <laughs> or at least that's the kind of argument we try and create but yeah i agree man um morals and beliefs have changed um, from generation to generation they change man um what these kids think is possible is very different to what we think is possible um they, they have seen firsthand some of their friends fucking blow up on YouTube or become rappers or footballers. I, I mean, we got to see a little bit of that. I, I've got one or two friends that made it in, in certain areas, but it's literally one or two. Whereas these kids, it's, 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 it's way wider. You know what I mean? The demographic is way wide spread now for them. Um, it's very possible to them. And... It is, it is a time and era right now where people are promoting 15 minutes of fame, you know what I mean? And overnight success and all those things. Yes, yes, that is fact. And technology does play a huge part in this. Um, Devin did mention um, in regards to the millennials not being able to relate to us. But I'm looking at it from a different way. I think it's us that can't relate to them. I, I think they have no interest in relating to us because what we believe is like, it's very old school to them. It's, it's quite, you know what I mean? It's almost like, like you're saying, the gap is wide, yeah? But our beliefs to them are almost as fucking dated as, as back in the day when people thought the earth was flat. <laughs> Even though I'm kind of one of those people now, I do have, I do have questions on that whole subject, but generally talking, generally speaking, the majority of the world believes the world is, is circular, you know what I mean? Or at least our generation, our parents and our grandparents, where these, the, the millennials are a bit more open-minded. They're a bit more open-minded to a lot of things. Um, 
like you were saying, Devin, you had to go library in order to find out certain pieces of information back in the day, you know what I mean? And your learning process was different. Um, these kids, this is, once again, it's different, but they can get to, they can get to information which me and you would have to struggle to get to. Um, they can get to it very easily, um, which is, which also ties into the whole thing where people are looking at news right now and, and some of it can be considered fake. You know what I mean? That there's so much information out right now that it's hard to, to select which one is the correct one, you know what I mean? Plus people have motives and blah, 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 bling, bling, bling. But um, tying into that, the whole fact that we didn't have to consider news to be fake or, we, or it just didn't cross our mind that news was fake just kind of shows you how dated our mindset is. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's another reason why these millennials ain't trying to hear that shit. All that shit we talking, all that shit, uh, their grandparents, like our parents, which would be their grandparents are talking, they, they, they ain't trying to hear that whack old shit. I'm telling you, it's dated, it's old to them. Now, some of it is it, it's very traditional. Some of it made a lot of sense to us. Some of it does make sense in general. But these kids have seen... These kids have been in touch with so much information that just go into little specific things. Because you have to imagine and remember that that we had very limited go-to areas in, in regards to information. You had the library, you had TV, you had radio. Um, and, it, and, and I guess um, word of mouth. But these kids, it's, it's a lot wider now with the internet, all these, these different platforms they have and how quickly um, you can get information out there, like you literally can get information out there within a few seconds. I could literally fucking create some kind of controversy just through social media, just through one text, one post, one picture. Um, that's the power that some of these individuals have right now. And, and there's a lot of misuse for it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm going to stop there, man. But this is a very interesting topic. But... I do understand where these kids are coming from in regards to they, they don't, I don't think they want to relate to us. Um, and I think it's more us that can't relate to, to them. I believe they are the 2.0s. I've, I've often referred to them as the 2.0s in regards to their, their mind state, in regards to them having possibly an upgraded brain compared to ours. For the simple fact that, it, that the rate of information nowadays is... is twice as fast as what we experienced at their age, like in our teenage adolescent years, they are experiencing it at a way, way, way quicker rate. Um, they have to process information very differently, very quickly um, compared to us. We're having to adjust to all this shit, um, but this is their shit. You know, I mean, they got text language that in and of itself is quite brilliant. The whole texting, even sexting, but the whole text language that in and of itself, there's brilliance behind that. All the abbreviations and acronyms that these lot have made up. Uh, there's little things like that. Um, so yeah, don't look down on this shit, man, guys. Don't look down on this shit. <laughs> opportunity, man. I think right now, opportunity for these kids is, is tying into their whole belief system and, and morals. Um, they've got way, way, way more opportunity. Um, I look at my schooling as an example of opportunity, yeah, and there wasn't much of it. It's like, if you're not academic, 
then you better be good at sports or something. You know what I mean? But even then, I think I would have been better off being a millennial because I think I had certain disadvantages at school where teachers didn't recognise. I, I, I'll give you an example. I think I was um, dyslexic. And throughout school, none of the teachers, either they didn't recognise it or chose not to. Um, but I think if I was a millennial in, in school right now as a 13, 14-year-old, it would have been it would have been clamped down upon you know what i mean um that's a fact actually definitely so little things like that opportunity man um also let's let's flip it over a little bit look at like motown yeah look how talented all those artists were young talented artists um limited opportunity though in those days you know what i mean very limited opportunity and if you look at most of them now, only certain, only a small amount of them went on to, to really secure money for their family. They all had the legacy. They're all legends. But in terms of securing that package for their family, not many of them were able to do that. Now, if you look at these new hoppers, <laughs> no matter what you want to say about them, whether they can rap or not, you have to look at the fact that they're, they're, they're very hands-on. Um, they rap, they sing, even if it's with the help of auto-tune, they're doing it themselves. Um, some of them are making their own beats. And not only that, but most of them are entrepreneurs. Over half of them are entrepreneurs. They're not just rappers. Um, some of them might also be R&B stars, might also be fucking fashion designers, um, might also be working with alcohol brands and different brands and sponsorships and doing other things apart from music, acting, you know what I mean? So opportunity, these kids are seeing this shit firsthand. Um, and not only that, but they are able to get in touch with some of these people via social media platforms or, you know what I mean, little things like that. It's very possible. I remember when I was able to reach out to Tiny Temper and those kind of people, like just having conversations and then getting to the point where these motherfuckers are calling me, asking how I'm doing it. You know what I mean? That all just started off a, off a simple message um, me trying to promote myself and and it was that easy now something like that back in the day would have to be a special case um, so yeah opportunity way more opportunity and these kids like I'm saying what we believe is possible is way different to what they believe is possible um, and they're seeing their friends do it firsthand or they themselves have done it firsthand um, so yeah there's so much it's so vast man but i think opportunity man opportunity that's another reason why i don't get excited when when number one when i listen to old sle and 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 even my own individual stuff i don't get excited by it as as some of my friends do um because i i was maneuvering at one point or another within the internet um at the early stages of it myspace days and, and a little bit before that and I saw some of these people who are big now, I saw them manoeuvring in those early stages of development. And when they were coming into the game, they, their, their knowledge, the knowledge, the point at which it started at was way more advanced compared to us. Like they got to see obviously our generation do it, um, either fail or make it. So when they're doing it, they, they, they've, they've seen the trial and error. So their, their starting point is, is, a, is way more advanced. Um, not only that, but they were more inclined to learn other things as a, like you got a rapper, 
we you we may just be interested in rapping back in our days but now these lot are more open to singing they're more open to uh, producing their own music um, they're more open to just getting it done being more hands-on um, and 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 going out of their way to learn how to be hands-on so if you're a rapper they, they may very well go out there and train themselves up to be producers you know what i mean to go hand in hand with that just so that they can bang out their own mixtapes and not have to wait for anybody um so there's an opportunity opportunity um and and like i'm saying i think they're quite quite advanced we're not giving them as as much credit as they deserve um yeah man opportunity opportunity i do that's real um, they do have more opportunity. They do know like a different way to maneuver. They know how to understand what they're doing. Everything comes a bit faster and they have a bit more skills compared to like us. And I agree with that. On top of that, I really agree with the fact that it's not really them who needs to relate to us. It's us who needs to relate to them because when I was young, I was aware of the older generation and I take advice from them. But I didn't necessarily feel like I had to relate to them as such. It was a case of I was just doing me, doing my own thing. And I think that's what they're doing now. They're living their lives. It's technology, just everything, the way society is, it's about them. It's about the now, that quick, instant gratification. So they don't need to care about relating to another generation. I do get that. It's more us who have to find a way to relate to them. But I don't think, I don't necessarily think, I don't wouldn't knock them because I don't think it's a bad thing to have some of the skills they have. I just think that um, it's more a case of you find that information spreads yeah i agree it spreads quicker far more like the whole term viral it, it's very yeah it's very true that information spreads lightning quick so the brains have to take on more earlier i get that like like you said just the emojis and the the the, the internet speak it's time it's all about time shortens things it condenses everything and everything moves quicker you can get your point out quicker bang 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 that's the end of that compared to maybe a previous generation. I respect that. What my point on it is that as much as as much as like for example fake news, as much as we still had it and just weren't aware that the news was telling us BS anyway, right? We didn't have all the internet channels and all the different kind of platforms. But yeah, we were still getting fed BS. But unless you happen to be around certain types of people, you didn't know that you were being fed BS. So you're more likely to believe it and then find out at a later point, okay, this is our propaganda. Whereas for them, there's so much out there already for them that they have to do more to sort through it. So their minds are probably more prepared to, uh, this is this, this is that. They can categorize things quicker. My big point is I don't think that they're able to make that distinction between the technology they have available to them and the information they have and truth. Because I find that just like you said, things spread quicker, but bullshit spreads quick too. Like there's so many people on the internet making a big living and like I admire the grind and I admire the hustle. But if I sit down and listen to them, it's not that I can't relate from a generational point of view. I know that's bullshit. But for them, that's their truth. You see what I'm trying to say? Like when we say fake news, I get it. We had <laughs> we had our own propaganda going on. But at the same time, they have so much more to, to sort through now. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm literally, I'll give you an example. I go on like a sports website. And beneath it, I'm seeing a bunch of links like fake clickbait things. Right? And for me... When I was younger, it would make things more confusing rather than easier to understand if there was more BS for me to get through. 
You see what I'm trying to say? Like you'd read stuff back then or hear stuff or on the radio or whatever it was. And you'd kind of disagree, agree, or hmm, I think about that. This generation has to do far more, far earlier, because it's, well, there's so much information. What's the source? Who's the source? Where's it coming from? You know? And as a result, I think they don't think as much because you don't have the time to think as much. Like everything's just bang, 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 bang. You can't think that quickly to be able to work out who's telling you, who's, who's gassing you up, who's feeding you pig shit, who's telling you a bit of truth and just, you know, who's saying what. So for me, I think like a lot of what they're doing now is simply based off the fact that they can't decipher or discern between certain things. They can't decipher or discern between what's necessarily progressive and what's just there to distract them. Like it's probably another conversation entirely, but when you guys were talking about the skinny jeans and that, I get that fashion changes constantly but for me and i have no problem with this because i've gotten over certain issues gender is being changed the idea of gender and your dress sense and how you kind of appropriate yourself these words like what i identify as who i am is not necessarily based on how you were born and all of that so clothes fits into all of that spectrum of changing your identity but the identity like you guys were saying it's set it's already fixed you know it's, it's this thing that i used to hear people refer to as like controlled escapism you want to escape the system but even the thing you're going to escape to someone's already created that so it's control again so you can't buy jeans that are not at very least straight cut or skinny well unless you want to buy a certain like you want to go primark and get certain things and even then it's a different thing you want to get a nice fashionable piece of clothes it's going to look effeminate that's the truth whatever it's going to look effeminate that's just the style but for me that's a disadvantage as opposed to an advantage yeah 100 percent opportunity um it plays a big factor into this whole conversation you know keep in mind rappers back in the damn damn near 2000s and the 90s didn't have the same opportunity the, the internet wasn't as big or uh um smartly used as it's used now you know um so we only had certain small avenues that we could maneuver when i say we i mean rappers etc for example if you listen to jay-z on um H to the H O V A H to the Izzo when he goes um, I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the Cold Crush because even the rappers before him they didn't get no money and boys all run well Run MC made some stuff but the Cold Crush brothers and uh, Disco Five and all them boys they didn't make no money off of that stuff but they they paved the way so people like Jay Z and and whoever in the 90s early 2000s could make that money then and then they paved the way for rappers and it made it cool for rappers to endorse certain brands and certain things again i'm going to use jay-z jay-z had a line where he says we don't drive x5s we give them the baby mamas and dudes who were driving x5s stopped driving x5s and gave it to their baby mothers and stepped their game up with the trucks and stuff and when companies saw how influential rappers could be jay-z whoever else nas whatever they said, let's get on them branding our stuff as well, representing our brand as well, so we could make more money to the urban community. You know, they already had the white people locked or whoever else. But then if you have your favorite rapper, the most predominant rapper, promoting your your brand, whatever it may be, cars, liquor, clothes. You think Jay-Z went and said, yeah, I want that Rockefeller jersey, I want this, I want that. Nah, they had people already doing that from, he just, he just might have had a little bit of say in it, to make him feel comfortable, make him feel like he was running stuff. They stuck the Rockaway name on and sold billions of how much it sold. So he, they made, I'm not just, I know I'm focusing on Jay-Z a lot, but he's the one that stands on my mind right now. But they made that platform give opportunity to the, to the millennials now. So I don't disagree with you at all i'm saying you know to pave the way and in the next 20 30 years can be even more opportunity but hip-hop and rap is the biggest genre of music it's been like that for the past how many like over a decade over two decades now 
You know what I mean? I remember when I used to rap back in China when I was 12 and my dad used to laugh at me talking about this is a fad that's never going to happen, etc. And I look at it, 2017, and still is still the biggest music out, you know? So they definitely have more opportunities to the kids now. Um, and they are some of them taking full advantage of it, yes, you know, because of the whole social media and stuff. If we had social media back in the day, even when SLE was rapping, you know, we could have done a bit more, got out to, to a lot more people, you know what I mean? But we were limited by what we can do, you know, just to get on the radio was a big thing. Nowadays, radio, radio's dead now, man. You know what I mean? My boy, he um, from London, from Croydon, from Tony, he was in New York a couple of months ago. I went to try to sell him his mix CD. And my boy Andreas looked at him in his face like, yo, I don't even have a CD player. And the dude couldn't even comprehend what my friend was saying. But Andreas broke it down to me. He's like, listen, I have an iPad and I have the internet um, to watch on YouTube or whatever, go on, and download certain things. I don't have, there's no need for a CD player anymore. But back in our day, having a CD player and selling your mix CDs, mixtapes was crucial to get your name out there, man. Now you can fling on a video on YouTube. Like I have a YouTube video of just me and my son. You know, and every other time we do something, I upload that. So rappers could do that now, put up their videos like a soldier boy. That's how he got big off the flipping YouTube and internet. So of course they have a lot more opportunities, but because technology has advanced so much since the days that us and other rappers were doing those certain things, other people were doing those things, not just with music, in, in all genres, think about it, in all different ways of life, in, in architect, architecture, in, I don't know, and everything just, you have so much more uh avenues to, to work with now because technology has advanced so much that 2.0 thing that you said about kids thriller that makes a lot of sense to me because you're right like my son my son's six and a dude give him an ipad or something he's like bang 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 here you go and i'm like how you know that so much i mean he uses it quite a bit but it's it's this it's the norm for them it's the norm for them you know yeah yeah i know exactly what you're talking about the in regards to the um the sports websites I've been on many of those before and I know exactly what you're talking about, the ads and so forth. can be overwhelming at times. But yo, <clears throat> I think their brains are, are better equipped to process such information. Um, they, I think they're easily able to just disregard what they don't need. Um, yeah, I know we're in an era where everyone's just trying to promote bullshit, promote nonsense, but I think they are equipped for this shit. It's more us with our 1.0 brains that will see something like that and it will overwhelm us. Um, but then with the 2.0 versions of, of their minds, I, I think they're, like I'm saying, better equipped for this shit. It's almost like a computer, um, like a computer processor. And we have got the old processor. They have got the new processor, the one which is fully equipped and fully suited to the, to the modern day world that we live in, the society that we're in right now. Uh, their brains are equipped for that shit to just process, disregard what they don't need, blam, bam, bang, you know what I mean? And I know there's a lot of information, but it could very well be that to us, it is really overwhelming, but to them, perhaps not so much. They're also just, just way more flexible than we are. So we're quite set in our ways. We're a bit more looser than our parents were, but we're still, we're still quite rigid. We're these lot of very, yeah, flexible, Hence why you've got so much androgynous shit happening right now, you know what I mean? The dress code is mad ambiguous, like I'm saying, girl, boy, you can't tell who's who. Um, them cuts of clothing are just mad tight, mad fitted, blah, blah, bling, bling. Um, but yeah, information and the rate in which it's coming at. It's like when I hear about cops killing black folks right now, and just the, the rate that I see it, 
Like you can go on YouTube right now and just type that in and you'll just see just just overwhelming number of that shit taking place. But it could just be because the internet, we've got the internet now. That's an argument. It could just be we've got the internet right now and therefore, and everyone's got cameras, everyone's got a camera phone, you know what I mean? Everyone's able to just record with, the, with these devices in their hand and just upload it. It's very easy to do that. So it could be that, that these things are happening no more than they used to. Um, but it just could, it might appear that way. That is an argument. I'm not sure I disagree or agree with that myself, but I'm just putting it out there. To us, things may look very different to how it looks to these. In fact, I would say it does. The world to us looks different to how it does to them. Um, I think we're more confused by the world than they are. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, man. I, I think we need to give them more credit, D-Man. I think we really need to give them more credit and understand that it's us that are at a disadvantage, perhaps. It could be that. It could be that. I know some of these kids are dumb as fuck. But it may just look that way to us. Sometimes... Um, insanity and genius is 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 very close together you know what i mean there's a very thin line so it could be that it could be where the crazy ones man who knows <laughs> remember that plan that i showed you i think it was this morning or yesterday but the plan basically in regards to my carpentry and the kind of plans i have to work with um yeah that i often have to work with so that plan like i'm saying it's a cross section yeah, it's a cross-section plan of a roof, of a balcony, sorry. Um, and this cross-section, you have to view it from a certain angle. And therefore, I showed you a house reflecting upon the angle in which you'd have to imagine this plan, this picture. Yeah, so you see that whole concept right there? I'm saying that to most 1.0 brains, <laughs> that would be as confusing as, as it was to you. But I'm saying to these 2.0s, not all of them, but I think a large majority just by default could look at that or, or after I've told them what it is and explain to them that while looking at this image, you have to place yourself in a certain direction in regards to viewing the house. Um, and I think they'll be able to fill in the gaps because like I'm saying, while, while looking at this plan, you do have to fill in the gaps yourself. You know what I mean? Um, I might have to show the other guys this same image, but it's very interesting and, and it, it has placed me in a different kind of perspective. When I view the world, I'm able to kind of view the, the world and view problems and solve them in, in such a way because I'm able to dissect. Yeah, I'm able to dissect information and view it from different perspectives. Another thing I've always said is I'm I'm very I'm very in tune with 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 other people, let's say, and I have a high level of empathy. Like I'm I'm really able, in a lot of respects, able to put myself in someone else's shoes. And, and imagine what it would be like um, if I was them in a particular situation that they may have explained to me. Um, so it's it's kind of it's kind of, it's, it's kind of similar to that in a lot of respects. While viewing these images, 
there's a certain level of, of filling in the gaps yourself and placing yourself in a certain particular area while viewing this image in, in order to understand what you're looking at. So, um, yeah, like I'm saying, man, give these kids more credit. Give these millennials more credit, man, because I, I genuinely believe that their minds are probably more capable of coping um, with these type of plans just by default, you know what I mean? Just by default. Um, and I think also me, with my schooling, with my development in life, going college later on in life as an adult, um, having explained to you what, what my schooling was like and how the teachers didn't recognize my, my so-called dyslexia or whatever, yeah, learning difficulties. Um, as an adult, things were very different for me. Very, 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 like, the spectrum was from one end to another, you know what I mean? From being in lower ends in, in secondary school um, to being in the highest, you know what I mean, and getting distinctions and so forth while I'm doing college, my business course and my, my carpentry, getting the highest possible grades imaginable, you know what I mean, while doing my dissertations. And, man, it was bonkers. It was retarded at times. But what I was able to do is very similar to what I think these kids are doing, which is all the information you're getting, disregarding what the fuck you don't need and just accepting your reality as to what you're in. So I, I in, in school, I didn't really understand or I struggled with exams and so forth because during the lead up to exams, while I'm asking questions, while I'm asking teachers questions about certain certain problems I have or certain things I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know what I mean, or, or that I want to touch upon, they're just giving me answers that I'm finding hard to accept. And when I try and challenge them, um, they, they, they're not able to answer it because they've not been trained to answer what, you know what I mean, answer that particular question. So when I got to college, I just accepted my reality. And let's say it's an exam. I, I looked at what I wanted to achieve and I looked at the reality of it, which was you have to get a certain amount of grades to pass. And I quickly learned and discovered um, a very methodical way to pass these things with flying colors. And it wasn't anything to do with intelligence or any of that bullshit. It was just some very methodical shit that I learned, um, which was very effective in those scenarios, like maybe too effective. <laughs> and I think some of these kids are just really, have, have really dialed into that whole factor of disregarding all the bullshit that we believed, all that shit that is dated to them, and just dealing with their reality, which is right now, which is social media and, and a high level of, of um, electronical devices and, and, you know what I mean, all the internet and bullshit like that. They're, they're able to just distinguish what the fuck they don't need and they're, they're able to just look at their goal and pick the things which are required to help help them um, achieve that goal and literally this, anything outside of that is just going to sound like bullshit like they can listen to it they can they can maybe accept it as a truth but if it doesn't correlate or add to what they're trying to achieve then no no it's out the window and maybe within a different realm when they're trying something new they may go back to that same thing they're, they're flexible in that sense you know what I mean? Which I've kind of learned to do that whole thing and, and maybe, um, yeah, like just taking a, a bite out of that apple. Um, but it's down to my early years in the internet development and just maneuvering with some of these kids, seeing the, 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 the way these lot think, the, the train of thought, you know what I mean? It's very different.
the processing power is very different, very different. Insane money, man. I just feel like, I feel like in like your last message, you just co-signed most of what I just said right there, man. Like you're referring to your son having that 2.0 mind where he's just, he's, he, he's capable, he's more than capable, he's fully suited to the iPad, you know what I mean? To all these little devices, you could hand him any random phone right now, any touchscreen phone, and I'm sure he can maneuver within that and find the internet or find whatever app he's familiar with, you, you know what I mean, using. So that is that is damn sure. And um, you also said like your boy Andreas, man, when he went to America, and then the guy's trying to hand him CDs and shit, and he's thinking, I would have fuck, you know what I mean? I, even I'm like that, like, I threw away my CDs a long, long time ago, man. Once I got a hard drive, once I had the internet and understood that there were ways that I could save these files, you know what I mean? When, when CDs moved to just fucking just files, just MP3 files or WAV files, like, it wasn't tactile anymore, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't um, something you could touch any longer. I, I just realized, you know what I mean? Just start storing this in a different way as opposed to having all these CDs taking up space, getting dusty. Fuck that shit, man. They scratch. I'm like, fuck that shit, man. Just download this shit or just save this shit or store this shit. Uh, I'm, I'm all down with that, man. And also radio. Yeah, I agree, man. Radio is dead. Um, obviously, there's still some people listening to radio, but for the most part, people are just onto other other means of, of media, man. Um, there is digital radio, obviously, but as a looking at the old former radio where you just and even tv but where you just tune in at a time that is often not not compatible with what you're doing but you have to fit into that somehow we're in a different realm now where um it's tv on demand and shit on demand where you can you can select a time you can either save that particular show or program whatever it is you can save it, record it, and later on watch it so you're not having to deal with the whole real-time aspect of it. Like, there's, there's things like that. So, yeah, in that respect, radio and those old forms are dead. That's another reason why I wasn't so um, into the whole thing of jumping on um, Himish's station in regards to this whole podcast thing. Because, like I'm saying, a lot of these podcasts, in, in, in the beginning, they developed because a lot of these motherfuckers either couldn't get on radio or it was just at that period where they recognised that radio was kind of dying um, in the same way that fucking video killed the, the radio star, you know what I mean? Um, there's other means of media right now that came along and killed video. So that's how dated radio is. It's still here, it's in a digital form and so forth, but there's just a small group of people that kind of deal with that. Um, yeah man these millennials man they they just got a different they got a different reference point man the beliefs are different they they grew up on i've said this before about people like soldier boy little b kanye west kid cuddy you know what i mean little wayne this is where shit kind of begins for a lot of them they've seen these people some of them like a soldier boy do it blow up in his bedroom you know what i mean produce his fucking album in his bedroom upload it online and fucking make millions they've, they've actually seen that grown up with that it was like reality tv for them they actually saw it like in real time in real time but like on demand <laughs> in a sense when it was suitable for them they went back and see, saw it you know what i mean so they ain't trying to hear 
a lot of these old heads, yes, they'll they'll Jay Z is always one you can look to. They look they they they'll even look up to someone like Jay Z because they can relate to what he's doing. He he has learned to maneuver with this shit. He is a two point old mind, even though he's an old soul. Um, yeah, but they can relate to him, even though he, he's from the old school. But anybody else they ain't really trying to hear that old method man shit, that old red man shit. It's it's not cool to them. You know what I mean? If you don't get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, that's how they're thinking. They want to hear that that new XXX Tentacion. You know what I mean? That new Kodak, black, <laughs> young thug, black youngster. Even someone like Nicki Minaj. I'm saying right now, Nicki Minaj is in trouble because right now it's Cardi B. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is right now. So, yo, man, that, that battle's always going to be there. It is always going to be there, but... um. Just don't underestimate these 2.0s and just understand, like I'm saying, that we're the ones that are at a disadvantage. Um, that's, in, that's, in, that's in regards to you, Devon, man, this part of the, the conversation. Um, the first part was kind of in, in relation to what Money was saying. But um, yeah, man, been an interesting convo, man. But I'd love, I'd love to hear fucking Richie, man. I've sent these recordings to Richie as well, Obi. But hopefully you can get time to, to listen to them and... Um, just reply back, man. That'd be nice to hear. But even Devon, man, hearing Devon getting involved and starting this conversation, that was a blessing as well, man. This is this is what we need to do, guys, man. Just keep keep these kind of conversations rolling. And, and like I'm saying, just get to that point where we can do this in a video form. Um, but that's another conversation. Like I, I mentioned to Devon earlier that I think we're kind of waiting for Obi. I need to speak to Obi and see if he's got any laptop sorted. But everyone needs to get the, um, what is it, Skype and a software called osb um it's a free software if you just type in osb on the internet it's more for laptops and computers as opposed to phones there might be a phone form for it but i, I wouldn't trust it but that software is basically going to allow us to record it's going to allow you like the user to record what is taking place on your computer screen and it's going to also record the audio alongside a video um, and once you've got this 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 recording, um, you'll send it to me or whoever's going to edit the video because the idea is to have everybody record their own part of the conversation. Um, and obviously that particular conversation, that recording is going to have um, recordings of, of myself or Richie or, or Stuart, whoever it may be, whoever's not recording that. But we also... We all need to capture our own recordings so that whoever's editing the video can glue it all together and have us all on the screen at the same time, like in a split screen, a four split screen kind of view or whatever it's going to be. And um, just have the audio sync up, you know, I mean, make sure shit's not too loud and blah, blah, bling, bling. And uh, yeah, man, that's the main thing, just to try and have us all on the screen at the same time so we can see our, our um, expressions our reactions and all those kind of things. It's going to be interesting to, to look back on it. I was mentioning also, we don't have to immediately upload this shit. This can just be a little working process that we all kind of do. Um, and these audio recordings just by themselves on WhatsApp being the first step, you know what I mean, in the development. So we've got the audio, then we're going to go to video slash audio and hopefully eventually in a fucking um, lounge somewhere, you know what I mean? where we're all in one location and there's one or two cameras pointing at us and um yeah more more that kind of 
in tune with each other, just all in the same room together. That's obviously going to be the ultimate goal. But we're going to have to build up to that. And because it's also just hard to do that. Everyone's got kids, everyone works. It's quite hard to do that. I think the easiest bit is going to be um, Skype, similar to what we're doing now, but just, just one kind of live hour recording or 45 minute recording where we've come up with a subject and everyone's just touching on the subject, being allowed five to 10 minutes, you know what I mean? Whatever it may be, just to speak upon it and other people to jump in and touch on and build upon it. And um, yeah, man, it'd be interesting. But like I'm saying, everyone needs to have a computer. Everyone needs to have those two pieces of software that I mentioned and um, yeah, take it from there.